Welcome to the Brain Coffee Podcast, where Drs. Eric Luthard and Albert Kim unlock life's little mysteries about health, wellness, entertainment, technology, and how the brain makes sense of it all. Sit back, relax, and open up your mind. You said you gave your daughter how much for, for the tooth fairy? Oh, yeah, yeah. So second tooth in two weeks came out, and she put it under a pillow. I, she has to wash it. And, uh, and then, you know, I... If I don't fall asleep and forget, I put like a dollar for each tooth. A dollar, that's not bad. That's, yeah. I mean, is that the going rate? My, actually, my, my daughter hasn't lost any teeth yet, so I, uh, I so she believes in the tooth fairy. She does. She, uh, it's funny, she, she gives multiple lines of evidence as to why he or she must exist. Oh, interesting. Like, yeah. what, is it, what is the evidence? Like, for instance, you know, she, doesn't, she looks at the handwriting in the notes of the tooth fairy, the you know, <laughs> tooth fairy, and uh-huh. she doesn't think that either myself or her mom can write like that. There's no oh, way that... So, you know, some kind of like writing-based uh, logic. And then also the pictures that are in the notes. She doesn't think that either of us could draw those. My daughter's much more dubious. Now, she hasn't dealt with the tooth fairy, but with Santa, I, I think she believes in Santa, but I'm not so sure because you know, I, we were just having a conversation last night and she said, that, you know, well, Daddy, where'd you hide all the presents? I was like, well, Santa brings them. She's like, Daddy, where do you hide all the presents? And I was like, so we were kind of, I was kind of dancing around it. Precocious. Maybe a little bit. But yeah. I guess the, the, the question is, is um, I think there's actually a fundamental, interesting developmental element, like believing in something bigger. You know, is, is there actually a neuroscience to that? And, yeah, I mean, I, I, that's, that's really interesting. I mean, maybe it's development of your worldview. Maybe it's development of morality, I was actually thinking. I think humans are hardwired to believe in stuff beyond the physical world that they experience. You know, and again, whether it's religion, whether it's Santa, whether it's... Again, and it's not diminishing any of those. You're mm-hmm. saying that they're, they're fictitious. They're an important part of kind of how we engage with our world to have a larger view beyond just the physical stuff that we interact with. Why is it at, this, at a certain point, you know, certainly by the time kids are usually teens, that mm-hmm. these, these constructs disappear? I, mean, well, why, I think you, they, know, they, they, you take on more mature, larger worldview. Maybe that's where kind of like things such as ethics, such as um, vision for kind of things that could be take on a larger role. Yeah, that's true. For instance, imagine if we as humans were just purely concrete. We'd still be like banging rocks together. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. we wouldn't get together and, you know, and build things with larger meaning. Yeah, right. right. Because because you know, we couldn't have a vision for them. So I think there's something intrinsic, even though we kind of see it as cute and endearing that like you know our daughters like you know Santa Claus or, or the uh, Tooth Fairy, and, and we like to promote those. And sometimes people say, well, should we? We're lying to them. Is that? But actually, I think it's a part of kind of like larger worldview beyond your physical reality that actually promotes kind of, you know, big picture thinking. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I do, th- I do think, though, that there's this element of morality, at least in the Santa part, too, you know, uh-huh. naughty and nice. And, right. you know, they think, at least the developmental psychologists, they think kids' morality develops somewhere around two or three, uh-huh. which uh-huh. is usually when, like, a second child shows up. So that, right. Which is good. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's, that's the sort of the reason they give for uh-huh. morality uh-huh. starting then. At two or three, you're physically able to hurt them without knowing, right, and right, so right. morality kicks in. I think so the Santa view of the world also helps them to develop that, and maybe you need to see the simple good and bad view right. to develop that sense also, you know. Right. Well, on. I think that, you know, certainly for kids, things tend to be much more black and white binary, and then as we get older, it becomes much more nuanced, and when we become adults, you know, everything's gray yeah, these right, days, right. you know, and right. um, I think the other thing that's interesting is that a lot of motifs for how we see kind of the larger world really does transcend culture. There's a, uh, there is a, uh, an anthropologist, his name is uh, Joseph Campbell, mm-hmm. and he talks about how, you know, kind of 
if you look at, for instance, you know, kind of religious icons or religious motifs or you know, mythology, that there's a lot of similarities between a lot of different religions and a lot of different cultures. That you know, whether it be ranging from um, you know, resurrection type of you know motifs, you know, uh, that we see in Christianity and a lot of other ones, um, or kind of the, there's like mother motifs. I can't even remember all of them. But that, but for instance, that he cites Star Wars as being a really important, and that's why it was so kind of fundamental. And that, in some senses, it's it taps into some of these, a lot of these motifs that we have seen throughout history, like the the old wise man and Yoda, right? Right. The, right. The, the young man searching for meaning, which is you know Luke Skywalker, you know the 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 father son conflict, you know between Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader, and like these motifs kind of run deep in it whether it's our DNA or our mind or our culture, but they, they definitely run deep. Yeah, no, I agree. I actually think, you know, the commonality of it, that probably suggests some kind of structural basis. Absolutely. I mean, maybe the way our brains are developed, the absolutely. way human brains are developed, that leads to this commonality and these I, things I that we're talking about. I absolutely think that's right. I that's think that's true. absolutely right. And uh, um, that we are kind of pre predisposed to having kind of certain penchants for belief systems or, or, or structures of it. Yeah, I agree, I agree. But just like from a practical standpoint, like back to Santa, right. I was just talking about <laughs> like, I was asking her if she believed in Santa the other day, and before she answered, I said, you know what, actually, it's probably in your benefit if you just say whether or not you do, whether or not he exists, if you keep on saying he does, to presents, you know, instead of just one. So. Right, Well, you know, that actually makes me think of um, Pascal's wager. Pascal's yes. wager, again, he was a French philosopher, and he basically said, hey, look, regardless of whether you believe or don't believe in a god, it's in your best interest to believe anyway. Right, you don't right? lose out if you, you don't believe lose out. In it. Yeah, but if you exactly. don't believe, you know, like, uh, and you're wrong, then you're then, then you're then you're hosed. Yeah, so our kids should take. Yeah, Pascal's so they're basically, yeah, so they're basically taking Pascal's wager when it comes to Santa. 